I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. And this and is... This is- Dispatches from Fort, from Fort awesome, awesome, a news radio, radio podcast. Jen is on the ether, but not here. Our guest this week is Neil Mason. Hi, Neil. Hi, Jason. Hi, Alan. Returning, back, Jason. returning favorite. Um, now, this is because over a year ago, your delightful wife, Erica Canela, she won. She won a uh, a contest like a uh, like a, a raffle drawing from the of Dyson Den's Meowrathon, uh, which was a gaming marathon we did last year to support a a, a Boise based kitty cat shelter. We're gonna do it again this year, but she couldn't do it because she's busy trying to be a doctor of some kind. Um, and uh, so we're settling for you, Neil. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. This is what having spare time allows, <laughs> right? But you decided. You came up with a good idea. You're like, well, my favorite season is the third season. I believe it's both of your favorite seasons, correct? Correct, yes. And you decided, why not talk about the entire third season as its own thing? Yes, and, which is a a dangerous a dangerous thing because it's a huge topic, but it's I think massive. it'll a good conversation though. Yeah, of course. Well, well sh- yes. I was Alan. Just saying, we are we already know what your favorite episode is because you said what your favorite episode of all time is, and it was Arcade in the the last podcast is that still true today of course yes okay yeah good. that, one, that do you won't have change a, do you have a second favorite from this season i would have to say airport yes i mean i th- yeah so i mean good. for me the actual foundation of the whole show is dave versus bill so sure any episode where you put those two in a condensed environment for me is just comedic gold that's true. Hey, I, I I feel I I've always thought that episode was underrated. I don't know if it's underrated or if it's just because I don't hear people talk about it. But I do love that episode. It, I wonder it, if it, oh sorry, Jason. No, no, go ahead, Neil. You're the guest. I was going to say in response to what Alan just said, I think maybe it's because the B storyline is it the B or the C storyline with Beth it, and Matthew in the apartment? Right? Is that the B or the C? Yeah. What was the? Isn't there a bit? Oh, the other the other storyline oh, is Lisa and Jimmy, and Jimmy getting frustrated that Lisa isn't Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, yeah. Is, which is inherently funny. Yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah, that was a good. But may, maybe it's because the other storylines they're funny, but they're not memorable. So maybe that's why the episode yeah. is sort of forgotten about a, a little bit. That could be. Although uh, uh, walking into Bill's apartment, where it just looks like that, the you know, sex dungeon. That, <laughs> that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What we assume to be Bill's actual sex apartment um mm-hmm. look i mean did you two on me from the airport look Just oh wow. point that out there's there's a couple hey! the backs of some extras heads that's never a thing why did they take those pictures Just, that's weird in case they needed the back of their heads for reference i guess so <laughs> is any of are any of them beardy hopefully not no man we wouldn't we wouldn't know would we can i tell you like i have looked scanning all i've scanned everything now that i have i obviously don't have everything but i've scanned everything i have and there's no beardy anywhere and it really I, makes me sad when because 
was it part was it kind of toward the beginning of the season two that he started to disappear with all the other extras or was that yeah I, crazy? I mean probably probably around the same time i told you that i don't know if i that I, I, I think i mentioned it to you neil maybe i mentioned on one of your weekly zooms everybody should check out there are some news radio zooms that uh, neil does host um check yeah. out m new at m news radio on twitter um for the information which he smartly put in an image and not in text form um <laughs> the uh <laughs> My friend Kurt, who was an extra on, I, I thought it was impressive that I'd been an extra on like a hundred things. He's like, oh, I did about 600 different gigs back in the day. I'm like, Jesus Christ, mm. including news radio. He's in, um, it might be the Waldorf episode, but he's totally cut out. Um, but he knows Beardy. Like he knows who he is, but he doesn't know his name. And I'm like, so close. I was like, I felt like seconds away from knowing who he was. And I know a couple other people who recognize him, but don't know his name. And we're just no closer. No what closer. is with this guy? He's like the most memorable to look at, but nobody yep. knows who he is. My it's, guess I, is, I, I, my guess is 1996 rolls around. He shaves the beard yeah, and he looks totally different. That's a hair then too, right? Yeah, probably, close. probably. <laughs> I mean, that uh, was the 1996 look, wasn't it? Just the yeah. beard and the hair. And yeah. nobody nobody has that look anymore, apart from no. Martin Starr, of course. Right, right, of, of course. course. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> of course. It's too much like that. Um, okay, let let us... How do we want to do this, Neil? Do we want to go episode by episode of season three? What's your preferred method of of this? Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of pressure to put on the guest. Yeah, but, I know. Uh, yeah, I should know from having listened to like 80 percent of your episodes that mm -hmm. this is how it goes but that's fine mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's on you buddy oh thank you so much mm -hmm. uh listen all my well, podcasts involve people doing homework and then therefore i don't have to do any work except well, ask them questions about their homework we I, can I, we yeah. i was just saying we can uh talk about why this season as a whole i love how i'm doing it like i have a <laughs> this, bar graph in my season, hand which is uh, this here. this particular yeah why uh uh <laughs> this is your favorite of all of all okay well, that's a, that's a good place to start. Let's do that. I, I've had some thoughts. So I have actually mentally prepared for this. I wasn't as uh, <laughs> diligent as to write these things down, but I, do have thought, I have thought about them at least. <laughs> uh, I, I think this, this season for me is the best because I think it's the most consistent. I think the tone is the most news radio-y tone of the whole mm. series. Because mm -hmm. um, I think series one, as with most shows, the actors are still finding... The character, mm -hmm. those dynamics aren't quite there because they're trying to work them out. I mean, the only people who really know what the dynamics should be are the writers, and maybe even then only Paul himself knew what he wanted. Yeah. Series two, you or season two, sorry, I'm going all British on you. You're season fine. two. <laughs> uh, season two has some great episodes, but I still feel like it's finding its way. And then season yeah. three, I find all the actors know exactly what their character is. They're not sick of their characters. They fully embrace them. And that's why I think it has the best the best feeling for me. I I completely I do completely I completely agree with you, especially on the uh, 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 the really finding what news radio we let the show is because this is kind of the season where they're okay to go a little surreal. Uh, they start to cross that line with like daydream and stuff. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, this, it gives them more opportunities to play take chances yeah. once they've figured the basics out. Yeah, I'd agree. The foundation is there. And moving into season four, you still see that, but I think they perhaps start to jump the shark a little bit more in some of the storylines. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't see Bill having the butler in the third season, but I can see that in the fourth season where they don't care quite as much because yeah. they're just like, hey, we're just going to have fun now. Yeah. 
That's very true. true. I, I what, I mean, what the fuck would season five have been if Phil had st- still been alive yeah. then? Because honestly, they would have. It feels like it would have snowballed into insanity even further, yeah. possibly, because they spent had to spend so much time at the beginning of season five making up for the fact that he was gone. Um, but of course, I feel season, like with the season five with the noise machine, Bill would have been in there with Jimmy and, and Dave. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> relaxing. I do like. I equally like the moments where Dave and Bill are are weirdly simpatico. But yeah. I agree with you that that the the critical. Like there, there's the the superficial uh, sort of uh, tug and uh, tug and pull. That's not a thing. <laughs> I mean, it is that? a thing, but it's not I between don't know what that is. between Dave and it does, Lisa. It's it's an uh, old American expression. Sure, that yeah. Exist. Let's just say it's an American <laughs> expression, not <laughs> me just not knowing how to speak. Uh, the old tug and pull between Dave and Lisa, but but I do feel like the critical one is is Dave and Bill. Their tug yeah. and pull. The old the old <laughs> tug and pull, like the whole the whole Sam and Diane tug and pull, of course, <laughs> that we're all familiar with and. Mm-hmm. Ross and Rachel's tug and pull, you know, the, it's part of American folklore, the tug and pull. Well, it's so it's so interesting with the uh, uh, the writing me some news radio because you know obviously injury was filmed in season two, but I watched that and that that's the one episode I feel like is out of place in this season. Is it just oh, yeah. me? Yeah, because okay. of Dave's hair mainly, I think. <laughs> that might be that. it. <laughs> There's all Dave's sort of, of son, Dave sort of son of Ivan Drago hair that he has in that season. <laughs> yeah, because oh, that's right, because it was the Earth to the Moon, right? That he was doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which still have not seen. That that, that is that is thinking of hair. Uh-huh. Um, that perhaps is maybe why I like season three the most is because the hair is normal. Dave's yeah, Dave's true. hair is normal. Bill's hair is normal. Uh-huh. Lisa doesn't have the Rachel hair anymore. <laughs> They've worked out what to do with Vicky's hair. Yeah. Maybe this is what it is. The hair is perfectly aligned, and that's perhaps why, from a aesthetically point, aesthetics point of view, it's it's good. Is the well, we can that... only the only way to prove this, Neil, is uh, you have to just listen to every episode of News Radio and oh, not no. watch it and see if it has the same effect. I <laughs> yeah, think that's... there we go. I, I feel like I can hear the hair. Just... I can hear that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can hear the the hair synergy. <laughs> Sounds like one of one of Jimmy's secrets of management. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's also, I'm now looking, are there just more, or am I imagining this? There are a lot of guest stars on season three. There are just so many. Um, yeah, there are. A ton. A yeah. butt ton. The old tug and you've pull. Got, you've, got, you've got the old tug and pull. They've got James Kahn. You've got Ben yeah. Stiller. Mm-hmm. Patton Oswalt before he was famous. Sure. Uh, John Lovett's first guest star. Mm-hmm. Yep. John Stewart. Uh, French Stewart. Yeah. Is French Stewart in this season too? For yeah, he's in, uh, he's in this. Right. He's in the temp, yeah. I can never remember just... the name of the episode. But what yeah. is the name of that? What is Mist- the name of that? Mistake. Is that Mistake? Jesus. Yeah. This is the problem. Um, like, I don't have that kind of like biblical level knowledge of it. Like, I'm not a. Oh, I just have the Wikipedia episodes. So do right I, now. but I'm <laughs> fucking. I'm, I'm failing miserably here. Um, well, I, I, I do love that, that, uh, Neil is stealing from me and Arcade's his favorite episode. Um, you, you have the intellectual property rights to that, don't you? Yeah, I have the, the IP to having that you be my that? favorite. Yeah. I thought, I thought you did because you wrote it, you directed it, you yep. starred in it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it's all yours. There we go. What? Delicious of grandeur. What about you, Alan? What's your favorite season three episode? I mean... 
you're gonna kill me, but it's also arcade. It's the best. It's <laughs> it just. It's the best. I mean, you guys mentioned this before, but uh, it, it just. It's because the A and B story are both like just amazing, as opposed to sometimes like Kane, the beast, the others. I don't even know. Kane probably was supposed to be the B story, but it just the other story. You're like, ah. right. Yeah. yeah, it elevates it to the point where it ends up being called the cane, whether it was originally yeah. or not. But it, th that's the thing that stands out. Also, the arcade gives us Lily Sobieski, and how how can you argue mm -hmm. with that? It gave that's us young Helen right. Hunt. Um, uh, le uh, okay, let's do. Ooh, I, I'm wondering uh, if Tom Sharon has directed every episode. No, he, not every, he's but the most like like season. all but like four, I think, mm -hmm. on this because he didn't because season two he only did a few, and then they mm -hmm. must be like. We like this guy. I wonder if maybe that's why there's an element of consistency to these episodes as well, because, yeah. Is the pillow in every episode? I don't remember. I know. This is something we need to do. I'll, I I need to do an Excel sheet that tracks um, you do. that, the pillar moves, um, all the Gorelli jokes. Uh, I, uh, there are a couple other things that we definitely wanted to track as well. Um, I, I, I wish the pillar would have reappeared and appeared just in like one episode that just... It was there. And the same not. episode. It the just same kept... same episode just kept moving. Mm -hmm. and maybe it's in the booth one it, time. Oh. It, it could have been like a, the Catherine Moves On episode, but they all have different memories of the pillar. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, that would have been good. Oh, my God. I, 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 that would have been, I mean, great. You know, the pillar should have got an acting credit. Then. <laughs> Can I mm. tell you, I'm looking at the episodes that were not directed by Tom Sharonis. And they're all I, again. I love every episode of this season too, but they're some of the we. They are outliers tonally. I f I feel like, or I'm maybe I'm pulling that out of my ass, but they feel like they are outliers. Although sleeping, never mind. I feel like sleeping is is pretty pretty consistent. But office feud is a weird one. Mm, yeah, uh, okay. It just feels weird to me. The trainer is weird to me uh, because I I have no I, attachment to Ben Stiller as a person, but I like the episode, but it feels weird I, as well. And Christmas is the other one that is, uh, which is a perfectly fine episode. But I feel like I feel like the trainer is a it's a very non-news radio episode. Like mm -hmm. it's funny, but it feels mm -hmm. very generic sitcom rather than it being a news radio episode. Yeah, me. yeah, that's a Brew. good point. I, I honestly, I really don't think Dodgeball would have existed without this episode. Though. <laughs> Very true. Right. You're probably right. <laughs> I still have not seen that movie. Um, I don't know if I'd like it. Uh, Alan, uh, Alan had Stephen Root sign his do two Dodgeball shirts, right? One for you and one oh, for one for his bitch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> wow. Do you have it framed? Or are you gonna get it framed? What I'm gonna, gonna get it framed. I uh, I, I was gonna do that in framing Phil Hartman's tie, but I can't do that. I know. Uh, I guess it's starting to get safe again to do it now, but Maybe. pandemic hit when I was about to. So <laughs> sure, eh. life was on hold. Life was on hold, Alan. You couldn't get the tie framed. I mean, no. this is the the real casualty of the pandemic. Is your <laughs> that was the worst part of the pandemic? I think for everyone. Not is that I'm going to be scarred by that for years. <laughs> How? What was the the? Because Neil, I know you 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 had access to this show sporadically originally. So like. How how soon into watching the show did you realize season three was your shit? Uh, well, I wouldn't term it that way, but thank you. Um, <laughs> your stuff, uh, your I, your tug and pull. I my tug and pull. I I think I realized the way it, the way it worked is I started by watching season three because I I randomly watched an episode one night and it was the episode where Bill puts Spaz on the back of Matthew's shirt when sure. he's got all the 
on the on the chart he's got all those little post-its um i think and i think i i didn't see season four until many years after i'd finished watching season three i'd watched season three probably 10 times before i saw season four and you can imagine how frustrating that was to think are they going to show season four have they bought the rights to this so i can see it yeah, and every right. time that cycle ended and it went back to the pilot the next day <laughs> i was i was apoplectic it was so annoying so no. how how long how long was this just keep cycling so you saw season three how long before you got the dvds to actually see season four well funny story well not funny a story anyway <laughs> um, <laughs> um so i'd seen season three on the old comedy central here when they showed it at like 1am in the morning that's how committed i was i stayed up to watch it thankfully i was a student back then so time had no meaning mm-hmm. um i actually saw season four when i was on vacation uh in south carolina and i saw it on a and e because a and e was showing it then mm-hmm. and i saw i remember thankfully i managed to see the first few episodes of season four so it would have been maybe three or four years after watching the show that i didn't get to see season four for a long long time so for me that was like wow. the holy grail when mm-hmm. I got to see it. Um, wow. So, yeah. That must have Titan also been weird, because wow. again, it's a weird fucking season. Where it feels like it's being manipulated yeah. from the outside. But having gone from seeing, seeing the end of season three so many times to that episode where they're all trying to save Matthew's job, and it's just chaotic. It was a quite of a tone shift for mm-hmm. me. Like, oh, okay, this series is wacky. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's... Yeah. Uh, it's... Are we... I mean, at least you got like uh, Super Karate Monkey Death Car in that season, though. Absolutely, also, also true. <laughs> yeah. So is is there anything tonally in in, in the UK that, that has ever felt remotely news radio ish to you? Anything that's like held up that kind of feeling? No, okay. I don't. I don't. I, I don't think so. I mean, there are a lot of a lot of series where you've got like the straight man and you know the very odd couple thing the whole dave and bill dynamic sure but, yeah I, I don't think so i don't think workplace sitcoms in the uk are quite the same because i think british people generally aren't as uh loud and um what's the word i'm looking for um aggressive <laughs> so perhaps there's a there's more of a it's very much you know the office captured it perfectly where it's a lot more dour and mm-hmm People don't really say what they feel, mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of sarcasm to hide. People hide behind their mask. Yeah. You don't see that second row of teeth every single time, you know. Right. <laughs> so, no, I don't think there is anything that I would say really matches news radio for me. So, so you desperately needed this show, is what? what desperately. Okay. More than like more than I knew. Right. I, I wonder why it stood out at all for us in the same way, because a lot of shows tried to be shows like this, but never, they just weren't as good. I just don't think the character development was anything on the other shows by comparison. I really think that's the big, the big difference. You had this group of artists who are getting together who are legitimately trying to make the best show. And it was, other shows were jobs, I feel like. I Maybe I'm over-exaggerating, but like, there are other shows that I think of at the same time that were felt like cynical versions of news radio or cynical attempts to be like, I loved just shoot me at the time. Have you ever seen just shoot me, Neil? Not in any great number. That's yeah, the one with David Spade and David George Spade. Seagal. Yeah. And I loved yeah. it at the time, but I don't know that it's any good. Um, yeah. There's Veronica's closet, which is crap. There's suddenly yeah, Susan, that's... which is shit. That's, that's the sort of stuff they were showing. Like the BBC would occasionally buy an American sitcom, and it was mm-hmm. a big deal back then. Yeah. Obviously, there was no streaming. Sure. Um, 
and I remember Seinfeld was was stuck in like a 12, 12 midnight slot mm-hmm. because nobody wanted to watch it because people didn't get it back then. It was very much like we've got our British sitcoms, you've got your American shows. It doesn't sure. it doesn't translate. We don't want to know. Mm-hmm. You know, there yeah. was that whole sort of sitcom xenophobia. Is that the, if that's the right term? But <laughs> it was like we don't want to see this. Yeah, yeah. Whereas. For me, I was like, well, I was raised on The Simpsons, so I'm like, no, American humor is absolutely incredible when it's yeah. done right, when it's not meddled in by the networks, like most shows are. Mm-hmm. When when you've got these group of writers like News Radio, where they have an element of freedom to do what they want, and they don't mind going off on a, in a different way. Right, um, right. Even oh, even yeah. though there is obviously the, the comparison people love to make, which is we make too many episodes every year, which is probably true. Um, and therefore we become more and more desperate seemingly <laughs> to, to but, come up with storylines. But but I think the difference there is British shows tend to have one or two writers that do mm-hmm. everything. And American shows, it's always a team generally, isn't it? Yeah. So that's, maybe yeah. that's why they churn out more episodes because you've got more people working. That's true. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the other show that I though that I could compare it with, um, which is not at all popular. It's got the got it got the opposite uh, happening. Not at all popular over here anymore. But its biggest following is in the UK, which is Sergeant Bilko, the Phil Silver show, which is like mm. from the fifties and did. Uh, let me see how many episodes a year. Almost forty uh, back in the fifties. So that Whoa. you want to talk want to talk about a glut of of writing. Um, yeah, that's that's the other one that I always compare to, which is like at least we're not doing forty episodes a year anymore. <laughs> what? what? It's more I, like a soap opera. It's insane, right? Uh, it just reminds me of like, um, granted, they were always cliffhangers, but even the old Adam West Batman show, like you see, it's two seasons, but then there's like a hundred and thirty episodes. You're like, whoa, 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 oh, yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah, guys, <laughs> whoa. There were a shit too many. Like <laughs> cash, cash cow central back then. <laughs> Would it make sense, Neil, to ask you? I don't know. I I don't know in what terms you've thought of season three. So we could just discuss it. You could just lead this discussion. I could leave it up to you again. But um, I feel like, do you have like favorite storylines of each character or favorite episodes for each character? Like, what's what's how how do you perceive of this season? I think it's generally just consistency across the episodes. And mm-hmm. I was just looking on IMDb earlier at the way they aired. And mm-hmm. the first four episodes, you go review. Oh, no, sorry, not review. Sorry, President First, mm-hmm. which obviously is one of the probably most people's top 10 episodes, mm-hmm. at least. And then you've got review, which mm-hmm. obviously spurned adequate. So fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's a real that's a real Bill, Bill moment. Yeah. Um, massage Chair, which is another bill centric episode shows bill rebelling so and then you've got arcade those are the first four episodes and those are four very very strong episodes to start any season with it's true it's and true. i feel like it's maybe it's the maybe it's the bill focus it's a shame jen isn't here because obviously her her knowledge of bill is way outstrips ours mm-hmm. it's true she knows that character better than anybody <clears throat> but yeah. maybe it is maybe it's the bill coming to the fore maybe that's why it's such a good season for me i mean that could be uh, that could be it i mean it's one of those things where they've they've talked about like you've heard uh, if you listen to interviews or read interviews with them they're they're usually like well it was it was not phil's show but like he was the biggest name on the show so i think it was sort of inevitable also with the size of the personality that he brought to the character that it's just like you can't not use that and and if if you need a spark of of conflict just give him something to be annoyed about that's all you need yeah 
for Absolutely. and that's weird and, but at the same time doesn't carry the show on that but he is like a great inciting incident for any story well as they the writers everyone keeps mentioning like you can also just literally give anything that's not funny to phil hartman and he makes it funny yeah line readings and yeah I mean, if, if you were to read out these stories, uh, you know, just the ideas of these stories, again, I don't think they're anything. They're not anything on their own. They obviously then shine in the writing of the character and him being a fucking genius idiot on screen. Although I will say, just reading the uh, uh, synopsis of Arcade, I Arcade, still think that even Arcade's that's great. <laughs> Arcade is perfect. Brian Kelly, you're a genius. I know you didn't write all of it, but you wrote most of it. Um, his 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 uh, autograph on my script said, I wrote most of this, uh, which I thought was pretty delightful. Um, I like the way on IMDb it just says, Bill is devastated when Beth has the old sandwich machine removed from the office. <laughs> Not just in itself. If you don't know this yeah. show, it's like, why would he be devastated why? by that? But it's like, why? <laughs> it's also never been established, which I think is great. It's it's not like he's, you know, old Bill and his old sandwich machine love. His old, his his addiction with the, uh, to the sandwich has never come up. It doesn't need to. Yeah, I think I think there's so, so many memorable storylines so that good. even when you when you meet when you talk to people on Twitter and they talk about the show, there's always about Bill and the sandwiches and. Mm -hmm. The word mm -hmm. adequate comes up all the time. So I think a lot of the landmarks of the series as a whole come from this season. It's true. A lot, yeah. a lot of the quotable bell lines come from this season. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Is it? No, the pian piano is four, right? Or is it's it... four, yeah. But I mean, in terms of like ratings, IMDb wise, there's mm -hmm. only there's only four episodes in this whole season that have under an eight. Which for IMDb, you know, an eight is like a nine, really, in IMDb. Sure, sure. Right. Yeah. So that tells, you know, generally it's thought of as a high. I, I don't know if that, I haven't actually done my research properly and checked the other seasons, but I gather that's probably the best of all four, all five. Yeah. I mean, I, it's got to be. It's got to be, gotta, right? I'm very annoyed, by the way, that Wikipedia is not is only giving me partial viewer numbers on this show at the time. And also, if you look at the viewer numbers on this show, um, it's insane. It outstrips anything you would see today. I know that this is common knowledge that not, not enough, not nearly as many people watch TV anymore, but like the season premiere of season four was 16 million people, 17 really? million people almost watched it. Yeah. That is just not a thing that happens. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, there's this is this is driving me kind of crazy. Why is it not telling me? Well, how many people annoying. just Whoa. had it on in the background between shows? That's that's, a, that's all. That's a good point. That's a good point. Is what I just said. That's a good point. Um, yeah, like I mean, I love coins. Knows? Me, me too. <laughs> me too. To coin to a, well, a phrase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm shocked. IMDb because I'm looking at the IMDb ratings. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. somehow super. Uh, De I can't say it. Super karate death. Monkey death car. Thank well you. Thank you. All right, I'm going to go now. No, it's got, that's got an 8.9 rating and arcade only is 8.5, which are both like stellar, but like, uh, come on, mm -hmm. come on. Mm -hmm. They should be, they should be, you know, at least tied. <laughs> Agreed. I agree. Um, let, do you have uh, do you have a standout guest appearance on the show uh, for season three, Neil? Is there like one guest that you love the most? Yes, James Khan. Definitely. I had a feeling. I had a yeah. feeling. Just, just I think. I mean, I've I've heard interviews with him where he said it was more just like a job to him, but mm -hmm. you wouldn't know that from his performance because you can right. see he's really enjoying it and he's really involved, really invested. Mm -hmm. And I think you believe that he 
is like trying to work out what Matthew is the mm-hmm. whole time. You can see him like, what the hell are you? Yeah. You know, and you can see that on his face, which, you know, one of my favorite, one of my favorite gifts on um, news radio gifts is just him staring at Matthew when Matthew's got like, is it, is it floss or something? I don't know <laughs> yeah, what he's floss got. And, he's just, and scissors, yeah. I think. He's trying yeah. To and he's just like, <laughs> just that whole back and forth of the well, two of them. You get, it's perfect. I mean, this is like, you, this is commitment. Yeah. I'm sorry. But this, this is like, this is commitment to, again, him calling it just a job shows kind of the difference general, generationally between um, how yeah. his generation took us, uh, how seriously his generation took a shitty, uh, like a shitty job or a nothing job, <laughs> yeah. you know, where he like, he committed the fuck out of it. it. But it's so good. It never at any time what? feels like he's giving anything less than like, like respect. He feels like he respects the show. Yeah, Yeah. when he when his looks like you said uh, just watching ships kind of look when his looks go from what the fuck is wrong with this guy to oh my god I need to know who you are it's like the it's like the best subtle yeah (laughs) I I, I think it gives it gives you a sort of a perspective that all the other characters have got used to Matthew so much that they don't really see his weirdness as such a obstacle to their daily lives anymore because they're just coming in it's like we have to deal with this every day mm-hmm. whereas he comes in he's like how do you function <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good i really love oh man it's hard though it's really hard if i were to pick a, a guest because i like french stewart a lot who we've tried to get on this podcast just for the record we have tried anybody who's listening um come on french come on man come on french you can do this show uh have not tried yeah, to he has, Stiller. He has some great lines considering he came in as to be to out weird Andy Dick. That was yeah. he did well. Yeah. He did very well to to even get close. Those bloopers are also fantastic. The two of them kissing and things. Yeah. Like it's this is some very good bloopers from that episode. Also, I oh but I mean even that, even fucking Andy Dick trying to eat all the playing cards is such a fucking <laughs> such a dumb I mean he does more again in the bloopers, like he shoves half the deck in his mouth, but Ah, there's some very good shit in there. There's also, um, I have to special mention. Can I? That sounds very professional and show busy. Mm-hmm, special mm-hmm. mention goes to Jerry Seinfeld's performance, which I also think mm-hmm. is extremely good, considering he could easily have phoned it in and he did not at sure. all. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he yeah. does call Bill Phil at one point. Which yeah, I think aside is, from that. Which it might be written in. I'm not sure. I never got clarification on whether that was an error that they left in or if it was written that way for him to not care you know what yeah even if it's an error though it it, it works for the character like i don't care for this guy it's it's go away like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um also this this season has space which is such a uh which is also wrong that space only has a 7.7 rating what's the matter with you people bullshit yeah (laughs) That's some, how that's dare the, how dare those people not give it an eight? That's what I say. <laughs> it's just this left turn that sitcoms hadn't done in forever. They'd done nothing like this in forever. And again, I, full commitment by everybody. Would we when we interviewed Tom Sharon's Sharonas? Did he did did we ask him about this? Like I don't like, know. <laughs> I was very nervous during that interview, so I have no idea what we asked him, to be honest. He was very sweet and nice. And I just asked. I just asked Jason a bunch of questions in that interview. I didn't even talk to Tom. So were you were you so nervous, Jason, that you said your name was Donald? Yeah, basically. 
I will tell you, I did. <laughs> and, then, just... and then you th- threw up all over him. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but, uh, I did do j- just do an interview where I was almost that nervous, uh, and uh, yeah, it's oh. a weird sensation. <laughs> it's a it's a weird thing when you barely know the person's name, even though they're like <laughs> your hero. <laughs> It's, I don't know uh, I feel right now speaking to you two. Oh, I know something. it must be so intimidating, Neil. Oh man. Well, I mean, I'm talking. I'm talking to a man who shared the screen with Timothy Simons. I mean, what else can I? It's true. Come it on. Is. I mean, that's that, what a claim to fame. I mean, I mean, we're we're hanging out later. So <laughs> of course you are. As soon as I track him down and uh, figure <laughs> out where his next move is, listen. What about uh, what about Eddie Murphy? <laughs> Do you have uh, Eddie's number? You gonna give him a call? Chill, chill with Eddie Murphy for a bit, Alan. Or, uh... No, but I do. Uh, uh, it's so funny. My my wife's coworker is like best friends with with his ex wife. She's like, oh, that could. I'm like, how is that gonna? What are we? <laughs> yeah, about, what, are we gonna hang out with them? Like, why? That's his ex wife too. Like, what? Like, it seems like, it seems, like the, it seems like there's a problem in that relationship. Sort of that <laughs> separation. Six degrees of separation. There's a slight issue there, isn't there? Can't quite put my finger on it. Oh, that's good oh, stuff. Well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also, man. Oh, right. Okay, so Twins is the episode where there's no more tyranny. Wait, she she was off filming Liar Liar for only one episode of this show. How did she manage to bounce? She's a, such a presence in this season. She's gone for only one episode to film film a whole movie. That's impressive. I don't it's get it. I don't know. I, she should probably have filmed it stuff in two weeks if there was another week of just hiatus. Maybe I guess I you know. I guess that's true. She she could have just been off because she's not. She's only like probably in the beginning and end, right? Because uh, mostly women are utilitarian in Jim Carrey movies. <laughs> They're just there to serve a quick plot purpose and uh, for him to possibly assault. Like it's hard to say if it's the mask. Challenge you to go back and watch that movie now. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Didn't he also do a movie called Yes Man? This is not the Jim Carrey podcast. We're not doing that. I'm so sorry. Um, but he did. He did. Yes. Yeah. I, I read. I read. I read the book. Yes. Oof, magoof. That yes, is. That was... Wasn't he also in that Ace Ventura Pet Detective? <laughs> wasn't that? Pretty sure that was him. That wasn't. That wasn't um, Dan Aykroyd, was it? <laughs> it was. It was <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. No. You know what? He would have been the guy. No, I want to see a Dan Aykroyd Ace Ventura Pet Detective. I do too. I mean, it would have been with a Chicago accent, unavoidably. I feel like he would have. You know, he might have done a Doctor Detroit thing. I don't know. If I try and do a Chicago accent, I'm going to sound like I'm running a uh, speakeasy. So, uh, Jason, can you do Dan Aykroyd as Ace Ventura for us? I was trying. I can't even think of. Uh, it would just be alrighty then. Like that. That's all it'd be. It'd be alrighty then. Yeah. There's that. We got to He wouldn't. You know. Uh, oh man, I can't think of a line from the movie. Alan, do you have any lines from that movie? <laughs> Why would you remember Ace Ventura lines? Come on. I mean, every kid in America, unfortunately, grew up thinking that was the funniest thing in the world for a while. And, yeah, um, same, same here. Yeah, you know, but it's it, just... It was the 90s. It was a different time. Yeah, boy. Assholes in the mirror are closer than they appear. <laughs> there you go. See? That Alan, might be the Alan only line. Alan's is more legitimate because, let's face it, you know, you got Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, all kind of have roughly Secret. the same. Uh, in particular, Chicago is just Minnesota with more attitude. Than- also, uh, <laughs> weirdly, uh, Buffalo, New York, same accent somehow. Couldn't tell you why. I'm going to bear that in mind. If I ever go to Minnesota, I'm going to say, you guys are like Chicago, just with less attitude. And they'll, they'll love, do you, they'll what do love you that. They'll love that. Nothing better than being compared with another Midwest area. That's, I'm sure that's that, the yeah. Midwesterners will. Uh, to be fair, though, 
they'll give you your share of of uh, passive aggressiveness, so you'll feel like you're home. Oh, share it's gonna be all passive aggressiveness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I need a good hunting accident that would really open my eyes. <laughs> God damn it. Um, uh, anyway, back to the Jim Carrey podcast. Listen. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's give him the show me state hello. What do you say? <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, let's see. Yes. I was. I was gonna. I was gonna say it again. Talking of airport, think of the bill lines in that episode. You know, you catch more. Um, you catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. You know, and Bill's response. There's so yeah. many setups that Dave gives him. Just yeah. perfection. It's all. It, you know, I'm also. I'm one of those people who, if I'm watching other sitcoms uh, from the era, which is not frequently, I care less about funny lines than I do about the, uh, from this show, and I. Thing. I mean, that's all sitcoms are, but they just usually come off as hack. And I don't know how, how, again, it could just be they figured out the voice. It could just be that simple. They figured out yeah. the voice where any goofy joke, they can come up with a goofy joke that works perfectly within that voice. But I just don't, I don't know. I, there, there's a certain magic that, that works in this season better than, than it, it, the others. I, there's a part of me that feels like it just might be because they didn't, tried to cast as broad of a net for the humor which mm-hmm. i think yeah. makes it much more brilliant but it also you know it didn't do well with the ratings however like we said we've <laughs> talked about this you can go back watch it and really enjoy this show you can go back and watch other shows you're like no yeah no, yeah. yeah yeah and it doesn't it doesn't have like a lot of 90s sitcoms uh sort of they tried really hard to emulate well, other sitcoms before them, but I mean, old old rom- romantic comedies from the 40s, old films like that, where it's like just all this fast back and forth, back and forth. But it was like, by the time news radio rolls around, it's just like a series of insults, which kind of is what they've become now. It's just like two shitty people insult each other for 30 minutes. <laughs> and whereas this show has elements of that, but they're all done within story, done within character. And there are just enough stakes for you to care. Like You should not care that Bill thinks he's aging. Okay, and you or pretends he's aging. I'm sorry, but that Bill loves these sandwiches so much that he's that desperate. You shouldn't care, but it's just like he went to these lengths and he dyed all of his hair. So, all of his hair. All of it. I did. I did. <laughs> that line, just the just yeah. the two words I did sells I did. the whole plot of that episode where it's like, okay, this is suddenly still insane, but real. Somehow that makes it real. And I don't Yeah. <laughs> It's it's not quite jumping the shark because you Mm-mm. believe he would say that. Yeah, it's like you're just you're just going past the shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just. And you're like, yeah, okay, I can see that character saying that, and I mm-hmm. don't feel like I I don't feel like I'm watching something different. I, this is still mm-hmm. what I think it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think honestly, maybe the most insane thing from from this season, other than obviously space, which is just its own thing is the dumb Halloween bit where that young woman has the best old lady makeup I've ever seen in my life. It's such a dumb, <laughs> stupid bit. Which uh, She du- ducks out of camera to take off her supposed costume. Well, uh, was she not uh, creeped out that uh, uh, her disguise as a very, very elderly woman, woman, there was a younger man going after her? Was she not like, what? What? Uh, what's wrong with Did she assume <laughs> Bill knew better and was playing along? It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Bill Neil, what are your thoughts? 
Neil, uh, I I must admit I haven't prepared any thoughts on that. So Why? I'm going to leave you guys to discuss that. <laughs> no, nope. we're not going to discuss it if you're not ready. That's that's oh, okay. all I have to say. We have to discuss things you're interested in. What's some stuff we haven't talked about that, that you have prepared in your head while you were in the bathtub in a bubble bath last night, imagining what this interview would go like? Like, what are some things you hope we would bring up? I thought you took that camera out of my house, Jason. Oh shit, <laughs> Erica wouldn't um, let me. Here's the problem: Erica no, would wouldn't. not let me. That's fine. I, I do need to be supervised most of the time. Um, I mean, it's in 4K too, which is surprising. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd think you'd notice it's that ring light that's permanently there in your bathroom, but it's when you get 8K you're going to see some stuff. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, there, the, the, there are some missteps in this season where you can see the network oh? trying to get their get their hands into it a little sure. bit. Sure, hit me. I.e., kids, kids. Why? Why? You know, I don't think I. I think yeah. The, I don't know why that episode is there, but even even that, even, uh -huh. even but you can still see a bit of rebellion in the writers where they introduce the whole Apple situation, you know, and <laughs> it's like there's a group of kids in the radio station and we're talking about pornographic magazines. <laughs> it's like whatever sitcom at that time would do that, right? Or, or be brave enough to say, "Hey, you want us to do this show where so all these kids are there?" Because every show does that at some point. Every yeah. American show has a "Let's bring some kids into the office and they can go wild." And what will happen with comedic mm -hmm. consequences? But then they just throw <laughs> some porn bags into it. So, like, fantastic! Well done, guys. <laughs> How can we make point. this creepy for people yeah. watching? There we go. <laughs> How can we make it on the set lane? And that seems to be their ultimate goal, which is fantastic. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah, th th that's the whole. Uh, yeah, it, it hinges it hinges entirely on that. What's the other? Oh, right. The other storyline is with Stephanie Herb playing the teacher who Jimmy wants to bang and doesn't doesn't do well. <laughs> it doesn't the thing. Yes, doesn't do uh, very well. Yes. You know, I don't know if we mentioned this, Neil. She's the reason we got Paul Sims on the show somehow. Yes. No. Uh, Isn't that I, nuts? Yes, I remember because didn't didn't they work together in a coffee shop or something? Yeah, some weird shit like that. That yeah. or an ice cream shop is, or something, and they've known each other very forever. Strange. Yeah, it's very yeah. weird that she somehow she <laughs> she she used to ba she used to babysit Phil's kids as well. I I, I understand. That makes sense. Wow. Yeah, because yeah. I I chatted I chatted to her a few times after mm -hmm. she was on your podcast because she was so amazingly nice to you guys. Mm -hmm. And we don't you know, know she, how we earned that. I don't know how you and maybe, maybe she's a poor judge of character. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> but no, she she seems very nice and yeah. She was uh she was asking me about Bergen Hartman. I said, "Oh, yeah, Bergen's on Twitter, so hopefully she's reached out to her because yeah, she knows her from when she was a kid and stuff." So right, yeah, yeah. Neil, I don't mean to go off 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 uh, topic of necessarily season three, but do you have a favorite physical comedy bit from uh, Matthew? Ooh. 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 I've always enjoyed the bit where why why is he? Ah, there's a bit where Dave pushes him, and it's like. Why, why? Why does he go backwards and then he hits the, oh, he hits the desk his, at the very uh, end? The his socks ice, are frozen, right? right? He put his, what... his socks in the in the fridge. That's the it. Yeah. Yes. And just just because there's a moment a moment delay before he hits something and falls down, <laughs> and then it cuts to the credits. I think that's the best sort of yeah. That's my favorite. I think. Oh, that's very good. That's very good. <laughs> Again, totally unrealistic, totally improbable, impossible, but, really. But his. But it's... His He's face, so though, when he is sliding back, he is almost like confident, like, oh, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think to that end, I like him so much when he's, <laughs> when he's being dragged across the floor in Jumper. Oh. 
what's oh, happening? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on and then hits the door. Like his confusion, his utter confusion compared with, again, the confidence that he's going to make it during this flight. Ah, uh, son of a bitch. Sorry. I, I, I pulled this out of season three. I apologize for that. Um, That's fine. It's hard to keep it on season three for the whole conversation. It's also, fine. season three is like, it's it's a it's a solid example of like the show being at its at least probably creative peak and also being uh, at the most danger of being canceled to the point where Paul Sims gives the shit sandwich interview and it is like this huge critical moment for the show that they still get past like the network Reddit was angry about it. it was like you know what give this this kid's got some chutzpah let's give him another season like it sort of feels like it was like you know what you challenged us you challenged us paul we'll give you another season it's a weird moment in in tv history yeah now what you don't know jason is they had a 10-year contract for paul but then they heard the interview like no maybe one maybe two more seasons no, that's it though one more season maybe two and seasons of three movies please <laughs> i mean he we did a have trilogy. a he did have a solid development deal. I found out something the other day, by the way. This is totally unrelated, um, and I apologize. But that that pilot overseas, uh, starring Joe uh, Joe Rogan, uh, I interviewed Wayne Fetterman the other day uh, for my other podcast. Who is going to do this? Because he was on the the Columbia Record House episode. Um, he he was in that show. He was like one of the other stars of Overseas. So he, I think we're going to talk about that when he comes on too, because I want to talk a little bit about Overseas. Because <laughs> I'm not sure if we're allowed to say who gave us the script, but we have the script to the show. Um, and also several people have offered to send me the pilot on VHS. So um, <clears throat> at some point we're going to have Ooh. to watch it and do like a little side episode about the thing that Paul was doing during season five when he wasn't didn't uh. care about the show anymore <laughs> <sighs> well him and joe are both like uh uh whatever like <laughs> yeah very much so I, a, a lot of them where I, I i get it i get you can it. Un- you can understand why you can yeah. understand why but there was still i think i think when dave was on the zoom with us he said there were moments in that season that they all fondly remember Mm-hmm. But it's moments, not the whole thing. It's moments. Yeah. yeah, there, there's actually there's still a lot of funny things in that season. It's just, yeah, as a, there's a whole, they couldn't quite figure out some of the dynamics of, of it anymore. So yeah. you know, it happens. It happens. Can sure. we can we can we go back? I had a great thought earlier, which has just come back to me because no, we need to. You yeah, need to keep please, us on please. rails. This is your I, job as the guest. Thank you. I'm nearly, I'm nearly 40 years old, so if I have a thought and it goes away, it takes quite a while to come back round again. Yep, same. So, yeah, it's just, just part of getting older, I think. Um, the episode... Um, so in airport, when uh, Matthew and Beth are in Bill's... Well, they think they're in Bill's apartment. Mm. Right, right. Did either of you immediately think this is not Bill's apartment, or is there enough about Bill's private life that we don't know that we think, yeah, this feasibly could be Bill's apartment? The whole time I thought I, it was Bill's yes, apartment, and I, I really often... Too. I always forget. I forget yeah. that that's the plot twist. Actually, sometimes me, me too. I think I think first watch I didn't realize. Oh, that's why it's 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 his neighbor. I didn't quite get that. I was like, he's what one of the most here? successful male prostitutes. <laughs> I just so always... unjudgy. By the way, I gotta say this: Bill yeah. doesn't judge his neighbor at all no. to the point where he's like, "I no, I water his plants for him." I mean, come Bill's on. Bill's moral compass is so askew, though. I mean, really he's is. not gonna judge him, is he? Come on. No. <laughs> I, I just always assumed he uh, he always had to sit up for when he could get a woman out of the bar to go sure. home, but he never got that woman out of the bar. Yeah. 
<laughs> right, right, right. right. So he's, he just slept in that bed by himself. Yes. Like, I really wish I could use this for a different purpose, but he never ever did. Just sadly, but it still rotates with... as he sleeps. Oh yeah, with a bottle yes. of Jack. Of course, he's sitting there <laughs> sipping on a bottle of Jack, and he just casually flicks it and just looks at looking yeah. at the ceiling the whole time at himself, probably because it's got to be himself. a mirrored ceiling. There's no way that's not yeah. a mirrored ceiling. Sometimes a spinning awesome. man. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes a spinning man. <laughs> it would explain the increase in narcissism that we see with Bill as he's looking at himself in the mirror every night. So he's right. like, "I'm great," and just every night that is reaffirmed to him. The ultimate joke would have been if we did visit his apartment, and it was roughly an approximation of that anyway. You know, so he really did have a weird sex palace uh, in his actual apartment. I wonder why we never did get to see Bill's apartment. Yeah, right. I mean, it, it... keeps the mystery, sure, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, because is it like weirdly sparse because his only life is work? Or... I think so. It's what is that? Yeah, sterile, definitely sparse, uh-huh. sterile. All the S's. Stuffy. It's maybe got that sort of sparse, stuff, sterile stuff. Sparse, sterile stuffy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I picture, uh, oh, isn't there an apartment in, this is a weird reference for me, but coming to America, any 80s rich movie where there's a bunch of black granite and neon, like that's what I picture. Like it's a, it's a holdover from yes. the 80s. <laughs> It's a holdover from the 80s, so it was this, like, fucking, you know, it was, like, a real, it, it, a lot of surfaces to do coke off of. Um, but so you'd have a hot tub clean. in there, too. There's, oh, yeah, maybe. In the living room? Yeah. <laughs> living room hot tub. He has a hot tub in his studio apartment. Yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we and- don't have a couch. <laughs> and he go he he goes with the other amenities in this house because he he spent all his money on a hot tub. <laughs> Do you have a coffee maker built now? No, 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 no. Just, I just wait till get some hot tub. Yeah, <laughs> I just put like seventy tea bags in my hot tub at once, and uh... <laughs> he, he lets them ferment for days on end. It's very similar <laughs> to the sandwiches where he just has a bulk. He has them in bulk, just sitting there. Well, everything, hot everything, dog. <laughs> yeah, everything Bill does is based on economies of scale. So everything is bought in bulk. You haven't had tea till you've had it chlorinated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. This is good. Uh, See, this is the problem, yeah. Neil. You come in the room and we're all of a sudden doing new plots for, for episodes of this show. Sorry, it, 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 is my, it, is my, it is my niche. I do it well. It's not really a niche, but you know what I mean. I like to think it is. In my no, it's good. It's way. good. You should feel free to take everything we've talked about here and uh, and integrate it into yeah. tweets from your... I mean, why don't I, we care? Well, we, 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 would you sue me for stealing your ideas? Like? You know, I'd be honored. I'd be honored enough to pretend no, to sue you. No, you, you didn't say no, so I'm not going to take that. I will not sue Legal you. risk. I can't speak for Alan, but I will not sue you. Alan? No, I will not sue you for taking my ideas here. I will sue you for taking Jason's. Right. And oh, I will sue no, you for taking Alan's ideas. This is going to be a very complex case. <laughs> Never represent yourself in court. No. You got to no. represent your friend. You, you do. I will just say Tubal King to the judge. Bear in mind, my surname is Mason, so you want to be careful. Yeah, that's a very good point. Can I tell you a very quick side thought? <clears throat> it only just occurred to me that Maison and Mason are in bricks and building. Only occurred to me today. Anyway, listen. Oh, I yeah. just so it so it does. Yes, because well, I don't know about you, but I'm not fluent in French, but I know what that means. Yeah, I know it because of a bare naked lady song. <laughs> I know, I know it because of that Simpsons episode with the Maison Derriere. 
Oh, oh wow. you know what? Maybe that is where I heard it first. Maybe good the call. Oh, oh, there we are. Oh, you might be right. Oh, there we go. See. I assume everybody over there knows a little bit of French. I guess I could be wrong. I guess I no, we don't like the French. What, what are you? We're so close. I, I know. Why would we like our closest neighbors? It's so weird. They like That's to invade, but they also have cheese. You know, they're a weird place. But you normally need to have at least three or four countries in between before you actually start liking the countries again. You know, that's, that's just true. how it works. Yeah, just just human nature, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it you're is, right. It is now. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing about Office Feud. I I said earlier it was it is a weird episode, but I think I think it, that is of course the rocket fuel episode. So I think it might be weird because it was half a different episode when they wrote it, and I feel like the rest is. I won't say it's not. I'm not because I like Chris Marshall a lot. Uh, I'm not going to call it filler, but it, the rest of it is weird around what we know is rocket fuel. Because like the rest yeah. is the there's the the disabled boss upstairs and the and the prank the prank war, which I don't hate. I like the prank war. It just I don't. It's got a different I, speed. It's all got a different speed. And then the Easter egg hunt is the other part of it, which is a oh, weird yeah. speed too. It's it's those three oh, the Easter, stories yeah. don't coalesce in the way stories normally no, they, do on this show. They more, don't more not. more kids in the Easter egg hunt, by the way. So that's true. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, true. that whole the whole office feud, I always forget. I always think which episode is it where Dave has the issue with the guys above? And of course it is Office Feud. The clue's in the title, Neil. But <laughs> right. I always but if you said to me that's the malt uh, rocket fuel episode. I would have been like, no, it's not. Rocket fuel is its own thing. By yep. but it, same, it, it really isn't. But every time, should, yeah. I I actually didn't realize those. I keep for, I didn't know. I keep forgetting those are the same episodes. So that's, yeah, uh, the common, should... common theme. Common theme in the show. Does that mean it's writing that's so great it's above our intellectual plane, or is it bad writing? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's a question. A question, question for Lou next time you speak to him. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll ask him that straight out. Straight uh, out. Fortunately, he has the same general humor and tone that you do. So I will just put up my uh, put on my armor before we talk, and then we'll be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I should point out very quickly also uh, in that in Office Feud, uh, somebody found it significant enough to point out that it guest stars Sarah Paxton as Sarah, who's one of the little girls. This girl's got a hundred and fourth uh, woman now has a hundred and four thousand followers on Twitter and has been in a ton of things, like a ton of yeah. So I I need to find her contact because I want to get like one of the little kids who guaranteed doesn't remember an ounce of it. But I still want to know if they have any concept that there's like this small fandom for you know for you uh, could ask her. Do you remember some? Do you remember some adults talking about pornographic magazines in front <laughs> right. of you? And does this, did this affect you in any way? <laughs> yeah, right? Were you damaged? Because I feel like, <laughs> yes. News radio like therapy. Me. There we go. That'll be a, a new podcast for you. <laughs> People damaged by news radio appearances. <laughs> this is also the season where we get the only like landmark episode, because they never got to 100, so it's the 50th episode, which is a crazy but great episode. With Lovitz as the crazy man. S very true it makes you wonder what would the hundredth have been i know i know because yeah. they might have since max wouldn't have been a permanent character just brought him back as a totally different character again maybe maybe would have ended up with a news radio clip show oh god oh god <laughs> or if they could remember least... the time <laughs> <laughs> i feel like you know if any show was to do the fake clip show before community or you know anybody else has done that as a gag community yeah. did it best i feel like news radio would have been the ones to do a fake clip show so, uh, 
South Park did a pretty good job. Oh, did they do that, that too? Okay. They did one where, yeah, they'd say remember and it would flash back to the episode, but then something crazy would happen that didn't happen in that episode and somebody either got killed or just mm-hmm. shredded to death. It was like always something like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. There was a show I watched recently where I forget which, what show it was, but they said next time and so and so. And you think, oh, they're going to start the episode. Then it'd be, and then this, and then, and next time. And then the, show, oh. the episode never got started. It was just next time. Wait a minute. I think it may be Ooh. Mythic Quest. Was it Mythic Quest, maybe? I oh, I haven't seen that show. Wow. There's another show I know that does that. Uh, oh. I can't remember what it was. Fuck me. I can't remember. I can't see, remember now, now we're just talking about sitcom tropes. But but every time I see something like that, I do yeah. think back to news radio and think, mm-hmm. this sort of stuff happened. I, I, as far as I know, this is the first show to do that sort of stuff. And Again, rebel. I feel like, I, I think you're right. Like, this is... You know, it starts only a few years after The Simpsons, which was obviously breaking boundaries because it could, because it was a fucking cartoon, um, <laughs> and was like I had a, I had a teacher in high school who was like, you know, the most cinematic show on TV is The Simpsons, and I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, shows me all these clips, I'm like, oh my god, you're right, it is just like the most, it referenced so many shows mm-hmm. and movies and things, um, but this was the sitcom that at least was taking a a few pages out of that book, uh, but in its own way, and also still feeling like the weirdest era of of like 60s sitcoms like it it occasionally would have this surreal green acres feel to it especially i feel like with season three yeah especially with like space but like or or daydream daydream's a really good episode from this season that is filled with just weirdness and again bill making out with everybody that's another reason why i think i related (laughs) to bill he was like i think i was a horny teen and he was a horny middle-aged man i feel like i related (laughs) i related to bill a lot he just wanted to fuck everybody. And, you know, I get it. <laughs> to be fair, he had a station filled with beautiful women to fantasize about. This is very true. This is yeah. very true. And although the best part is Matthew hallucinating. <laughs> yes, <too. laughs> so fucking good. I think, is there, is, there, is there ever an episode where a character learns a lesson in news radio? Or do they oh, I feel like... Hmm. N- no, there can't be, right? Like, not the one that sticks. The only... The only, the only... Well, I suppose you could argue that in airport, Bill does learn being friendly has its benefits. But that's, even then, that's done with a degree of sure. um, evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I will I will say that show, that actually, I was like, wait, will that work? And I remember trying that out. And it, to be fair, it does absolutely work. It is a good so, way to psych yourself into not being a piece of shit. So are you genuinely as mean to people as Bill is, Jason? Is that what you're saying? Not that bad, but meaner. I was, I, I was bullied so much that at some point I uh, shifted gears and tried to bully a little bit uh, yeah. to feel better about myself. So, yeah, I'm my lunch money back, Jason. Uh, no, you don't get it back. Sorry, Alan. You didn't deserve it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of... Guys, you can't see this, but Alan looks very malnourished because Jason's stealing all his money. <laughs> it's been weeks. <laughs> Yeah, I've hacked into his bank account. Just joking. He, he's a perfectly healthy, attractive male. He's fine. It's true. It's true. The full, nail you. full, handsome <laughs> beard that I can't grow. I'm very jealous of your beard. You call this a beard? Like, look, a beard. It, yeah, but it's dark. See... That's the thing. That's it's dark. <laughs> Mine is a NASCAR beard, Alan. We discussed this. It, it grows in too blonde to be anything that a human man should have on his face. If, if I if I try and grow a beard, I end up looking like Gary from Team America with just bits <laughs> all over the place. You get patches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get patches. Well, my my best friend. It's patchy for him too. He can only yeah. grow in this and this confidently. So he just grows this and this in. He always keeps that yeah. in for whatever yeah. reason. That's fine. 
but it's also thick and wiry. He has the thickest, wiriest hair. Apparently, uh, if I'm if, if I'm clean shaven, Erica says I look like a Victorian ghost, so I'm not allowed <laughs> to be clean shaven anymore. Not just a ghost, but from the Victorian era. It's that specific. <laughs> So, this 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 is all related to season three, of course. Of New yeah, Radio. of course it is. Serious is the problem, Neil. Did yes, you so... expect us to not go off? The... Well, we've been a... talking for an hour. Season by this point, um, it's unlike it's unlike this show to go off the rails at any point. I know. No, I'm sorry. To... Never, never. Tan- tangents that aren't you always you always stick to the material on this podcast. And exactly. Oh, you know what? I did just oh, pull what? one up where there's like a real like overt attempt, and if you listen to the commentary, they hate this attempt in rap which I love the episode, but the whole, like, the weird thing that they wrote for Chuck D to sort of be like, hey, but this is how rap is. And and he, like, tries to teach Matthew a lesson. Matthew does learn a lesson in that episode, and it's weird, and it feels like a Saturday, like or like an <laughs> after-school special for a few minutes. And it's like, this is a weird tone, and the writers also recognized it. However, wow. it's also kind of funny that that tone is even in there for a minute. It's almost a joke, but yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. That's the only one I can think of where maybe maybe Matthew, although Matthew never learns anything well, either. He next episode he's back to being a dipshit. Well, Always. there was uh, uh, the one where they kept re-editing Bill's uh, uh, tape with the baseball, and at the end Jimmy was like, "Well, I was trying to teach lesson to Bill and trying to listen <laughs> to you, Dave." And but he was telling him what the lesson they taught or what he's trying to teach him, but you know clearly it didn't matter anyway. So. Mm-hmm. This is a show about free will, if nothing else. It's all about your choice to be good or evil. Or pure evil, as it were. Pure evil. Pure evil. That was the tagline when they marketed it. This is a show about free will, guys. <laughs> America, you've been asking for a show about free will. Here it comes. <laughs> Does Paul free Sims. will exist? Let's talk about it in a show about a fucking radio station. Oh, wait, I also, can I also love that this show was going to like possibly go into a show about a radio station and a newspaper, two things that would, one that would almost entirely die out and the other one that would just be right now gasping for breath if it were still on the air. <laughs> these two these two uh, bits of media that would just fall apart. But um, the, original, the original idea I found was to be in a Betamax factory. <laughs> there seems there's, there's a history there of things that are about to die. Mor- moribund Industries of Paul Sims and <laughs> Just, ooh, I, that would be a good name for a company. Moribund Industries. Moribund Industries. Um, <laughs> Look, they brought they brought vinyl back. They're bringing back cassette tapes here and there. They might, you know, they'll bring back Betamax. You never you, know. You, you, basically, <laughs> you, just, you, you just need to have enough capital saved for a 40-year lack of income stream, and you're fine. Yeah. It's a, exactly. it's, a, it's a solid really? business model. Sounds like a Jimmy business model, doesn't it? It kind of does. I think 40 years seems a little positive to think, think it's going <laughs> to okay, overturn okay. that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot this is also the season they give us Led Zeppelin boxed set, which is the one standalone Led Zeppelin in this season. But it's also the one where Matthew punches Bill, and I I love love him as a piece of shit. I love Matthew as a piece of shit. It's one of the funniest things ever. The the best thing about that episode is you can see the writers thinking, how do we get Matthew back to being Matthew? And eventually it just turns it with Bill accidentally (laughs) touching him, and that, that, that resolves all the issues. Which I think is like the biggest cop out, but I don't care. No, no, no. They're saying physical yeah. abuse can resolve the issue. Yeah, can resolve the issue. <laughs> They've earned the right to say that at this point. <laughs> oh my little bitches! Isn't that what he says? Oh yeah, it is. It yeah, is what okay. he says. 
which seems like something they shouldn't have been allowed to say back then, but they do, which is they great. Used, they use bitch and bitch slap an awful lot on that show. Bitch, bitch cake, yeah. Bitch cake? Oh, bitch yeah, cake. of bitch course. Cake. Good call, yeah. Yeah. What am I saying? Ah, oh, that's yeah. so good. Be cake, yeah. so that's a street version. Never forget. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, trying to look. Is there one we haven't discussed? I mean, uh, Twins is also uh, very good. Um, Agreed. Is, wait, is it... Uh, is that that can't be the only two? Is this the only two stories? The only two stories is mentioning are the identical twin and Bill. Bill's greed almost bankrupts the station. There might be another story. I don't know if there is or not. I can't remember off the top of my head. I can only really remember the dumb bit about those two and how they're both you know, seemingly too stop, stupid to realize, to realize that. Yeah, yeah. But, no, actually, yeah. Um, the start of that episode. Is mm-hmm. when they take Catherine's desk away, and then Jimmy goes into the story about the guy with no feet. Yes, right. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Which is just, you can see Jimmy's stories becoming more and more just <laughs> irrational and made up. Like, and then in the award show, he goes into the whole, and that guy turned out to be Nixon. <laughs> this is you know, another story. The guy turns out to be Nixon. Be Nixon. <laughs> Because I think I feel like they've developed the characters that much that you go, yeah, I can see Jimmy telling stories about Nixon yeah. all the time, which are actually nothing to do with Nixon. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He also tell. I got to tell you, we don't really have any concept of how old Jimmy is, and this season doesn't help us establish how old he really is either, because he's really not much old. He's he's no. he's a little younger than uh, Phil Hartman at the time, I think, or maybe yeah. roughly the same age, but he's supposed to be like ten years older somehow. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No sense. Cause, yeah, because Jimmy is always talking about the seventies and the eighties, like that was his heyday of being, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah, mm-hmm. no, it wouldn't have been at all. Yeah, he just has the secret to looking young. I mean, he has the secret to management, so why would he not have that? That's fair. well. Ori- originally, wasn't Jimmy's character supposed to be older, and then he Steve was. Yeah, that. right. He was yeah. written as a lot older. They said, yeah. oh, that's all you can see." This is lame. I wanted to put this picture of, of Jimmy lounging in his in his chair. Oh, while I could... you get it is his crotch and some popcorn in it. But I still knew what it, I still knew what it was. You knew what it was. <laughs> I knew what it was immediately. I was like, "I'm waiting for a dog to jump in the pool now." <laughs> yeah, everyone knows what I'm talking about. If you can't see this, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those then would be Dave's hairy legs in the back, right next to him, I believe. So look at that. Um, wow, Neil, what what haven't we discussed? That's something that was on your mind. Something that's pressing. Something that's pressing. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, do you, do you guys? I mean, I know that season three is my favorite season. Is it mm-hmm. is it the same for you two, or are you more partial to like earlier it... or later? You know, I, I think I feel like it is. It's a, it's at the very least the most successful season. I think it's the best put together. I'd have to look and double and really examine to see if I somehow had more favorite episodes in other seasons. But I don't think there's for me there's no arguing it's the best put together and the most demonstrative. If you were to give somebody a full season, mm-hmm. I feel like this is it's also got my favorite episode in it. So, you know, I do love it. It it's so much, you know looking at the episodes now just in sequential order like yeah i do think it's the absolute most successful season however like there are times when i will think back to season four episodes and think it was from season three because it's almost like i blend those two seasons together yeah. a lot mm-hmm. the, the the differentiation differential there is is phil's hair fair. Yeah, <laughs> i find fair. yep mm-hmm. oh, my... <laughs> do like, we public need to... note, yeah should we do a side podcast where we watch all the projects they were shooting 
uh, on the side while they were making the show. So we're talking Bilko, which is a terrible movie, by the way. I love the show, but that movie is fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, I will watch it again, though. Uh, small Godzilla. Soldiers, then? Oh, yeah, Small Soldiers. Uh, fucking yeah. Mousetrap. She was making uh, Mousetrap, which I actually love. You mean Mouse Hunt. Mouse you Hunt, thank Hunt. you, Mousetrap. I always, want to, call, I always <laughs> want to call it Mousetrap, but it's Mouse Hunt. Yes, no, yeah, because yeah, the Mousetrap is quite a very famous, entirely different thing. Uh, yeah, Mouse Hunt, which I really kind of love. I, it might be shit also. The best the best thing about Mouse Hunt is, uh-huh. is Britain said to America, hey, here's Lee Evans, and you just sent him back. <laughs> and I love the fact that you just rejected him and said, we don't want this man. Send <laughs> well, him back. You know, that's that's uh, that's and rightly so. <laughs> what what's his thing? Oh, he sweats a lot. Oh, okay, and he's a bit he's a bit manic. Okay, send him back. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, let's move away from that. No, that's fine. No, that's fine. Uh, but there's there there. Yeah, I feel like we could we could easily, very easily do that. Um, oh wait a minute, is it season? No wait. Somebody remind me. No, because injury was shot at the beginning of two. But then aired at the end of three, right? Yes, so it because is technically of the word, season three, but it's because of that word twice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even cool. though, like, I post, I posted the full episode on on YouTube at some point, uh, just to show the difference. It's not that drastic. There's just really? a couple. Yeah, there's just a couple extra penises, and they're very <laughs> dumb, and they're very dumb. And I think at some point the gag is Bill says penis again, and it, and Bill and he may or may not be calling Dave a penis. Uh, for criticizing him, it's hard to judge whether or not he's reading it out loud or just calling him a penis. In, in a medical context, or just and that might be why, because it's uh, it's arguable that it wasn't. So uh, yeah, I did post what it a, at one point. What a dumb thing to have it's to so censor! Fucking like, stupid. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. <sighs> well, I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, the documentary on South Park and the lady who works who has to phone up uh, Comedy Central and say, "Can we can have this word, but we can't have that word." You know, that's her job on South Park. Can you can imagine how easy it was on news radio in comparison to go to the censors right. and say, what can we have and what can't we have? <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. What a fucking sad, joyless existence to be a censor. I know. <laughs> I cannot imagine. Take all I, the fun out of everything. Yep. <laughs> I wish they would have sent them a fake episode where they, they just drop F-bombs the entire time and just see how that goes. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Oh my god, I wonder if anything like that exists somewhere. Uh, like just, I you know, so. I I know that there are bloopers that they would never I'm sure never release, you know, like real filthy ones which news uh... radio after dark. <laughs> <laughs> just filth, just constant filth. I mean, if if Bill was given license, if it was reality, you just right. know that would be an, an F bomb every single sentence. What what really you know if uh, yeah if if uh, Phil Hartman were still around and they were doing a reunion show it would just be like can we get Armando Iannucci to co-write an oh, episode? Oh yes, please. <laughs> just so, make him milk. Yeah. Oh, yeah abs- God and even even Lisa, you know, even though Lisa was super smart, she oh, would use but... she would use it for effect to get her point across all the time. Absolutely, she's a she's a she's Boston, Boston street kid, yeah. man. Come on, come, come on. on. Just a real smart Boston. She's kind of a perfect character for him. You really. can just see Matthew crying every single time someone swears at him. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be constantly Matthew's crying. Uh... <laughs> and who wouldn't enjoy that? I know. <laughs> why is he crying? Ah, because they called him a fucking piece of shit. And that's why. You know, it was just him swearing and swearing up a storm. God, that would be. I just love to hear Jimmy hearing all this and be like, ah, he said dirty words. <laughs> yeah, right. Jimmy's, Jimmy's still the cleanest, most, <laughs> the nicest billionaire uh, by comparison. Oh, that's very good. 
Um, Neil, what would your final thoughts be on season three, knowing that we just rambled for a very long time, and I hope we, I hope we talked about many of the things you wanted to talk about. We we did, we did. I okay. mean. We we talked about what I wanted to, and okay, I knew good. that this conversation was going to be. There we go. I was, I, was, I, was waiting, I was I was waiting for that. I'm glad. I feel like I've really been on the show. Uh-huh. Um, I hope to come on a third time and get my uh, my reward for being on three times. Which okay, I don't know. Fine. Do you have do you have, do you have like like on on a famous show here? They give mm-hmm. when people have been on three times, they give them like a hat trick soccer ball because they've been mm. on three times. Sure. Would there be like, do I get like an abser or something? Oh yeah, we. I, I, you know what? I actually, I, I will tell you. I know how to make them. I, I know the pieces and bits and pieces. Maybe, maybe I will make you an abser. I will make it my business to come on a third time, even if you don't want right. me. <laughs> You're a good guest, Neil. Uh, Thank you. I, I, uh, I think we would maybe stick to a an episode or a character, and then again, maybe Jen would be here. So again, we could stay on the fucking rails because alan and i it's not possible <laughs> alan and i were like yeah but remember season five yeah remember season four what about season two like we we would you know this is our problem uh, we're gonna talk about wings yeah <laughs> let's okay. talk about wings for a, a little minute. total shift not, not even wings the show chicken wings yeah just exactly chicken wings, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicken wings. what's your favorite sauce on a wing <laughs> eating chicken wings with steven weber that's our new show <laughs> <laughs> I would do that show. If Steven Weber signed up for a podcast, I would immediately do whatever that show was. Uh, sorry. Yes, Neil. Yes. Th- thankfully, I'm well-versed in American sigma, so I know who Steven Weber is, and I have seen good. wings, so thank you. Good. You- you're lucky that I have an American wife who's introducing me to lots of these good shows. So, yes. Yeah. Um, but no, no, you guys you guys have been wonderful hosts. I feel I- it's been nice to have been embraced again into the uh, four awesome studios. And uh, thank you so much for having me. And... Uh, Please, everybody, please follow my account. But I'm sure anybody who listens to this is already following anyway. So Maybe. say it again anyway. Yes. Please follow at M News Radio, guys, for um, stories about what it would be like if News Radio was still going with the cast of seasons one to four. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, and yes. follow. Just kidding. Again. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mean oh. just follow me, Alan, then I'm oh, going to have is, words with this you. This is off awkward. Air. I should. Oh goodness. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, uh, well, it, first, it's, it's been a delight having you. Is that all you want to promote? Is that all you want to promote, Neil? I've got nothing else to promote, man. I mean... <laughs> Let's talk about your new book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would need to have an old book, surely, to have a new book. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no books. I'm not... I'm not cl- I, my, my basically, I don't have the attention span to write a book like like mm-hmm. our friend Lauren Wentz Weston, who's an amazingly good writer. She has the yeah. attention span and discipline. I could basically write 140 characters. When they went up to 280, I nearly ended it, ended my account because that was too much pressure. <laughs> but 140 to 280, I mean, if they go to mm-hmm. like 420, I'm in trouble. I'm in sure. trouble. <laughs> uh, so. Alan, Alan, do you want to promote anything? Oh, Follow me on TikTok at Alan Rickert, A-L-E-N-R-U-C-K-E-R-T. Same with Twitter. I'm not going to repeat it. Uh, Instagram, and that's 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 it. That's all I got for now. That's all you got. Jason, <laughs> what would you right. like to? <laughs> Follow me on Twitter, jklom, J-K-L-A-M-M. Follow me on Instagram, Jason Klom. It's as it sounds. Uh, there's other. I'm on TikTok. I'm not. I, I posted one thing on TikTok, uh, so that doesn't really count. I Please don't tell me what it was. Answer. It was uh, me. There's some weird background and me sitting there with some music going 
and I just wrote the word chorps in the background, which is not a word. Because um, I'm like, I don't know what TikTok is, really, and I'm just going to no. sit here. Yeah. We're, we're not allowed to. We're, we're too old for TikTok. You know, we are absolutely, to, although not, Alan... I ain't allowed to stop me, though. Doing it. <laughs> we're legally not allowed to know what TikTok is. Right. Basically. Yeah, there you go. Oh, my. oh wow. Yep. Yeah, I can see why that didn't last. Yeah. Yep, it was yeah. fun. I just stood there with a picture of me dressed as Weird Al behind me. Um, that's mostly what happened. Um, Three million there. views? Nicely done. Yeah, I know, right? Wow. It's great. <laughs> I, I'm an influencer now. I have a I have a Maserati in the backyard right now. Um, <laughs> just waiting to be driven. I haven't opened it yet. I need to unbox it. Otherwise, I'm not allowed to drive it. We, we um, need more role models if you're an influencer, Jason. Mm-hmm. And that would I know. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, yeah, that's it. I don't know. Go to StolenDress.com. Uh, you guys should listen to the Comedy on Vinyl podcast because that show is ending in November after 10 plus years. Um, so that's the one thing I would have to do. Until you have a reunion show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Of myself and me? Sure. Yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll, have to, you'll have to convince yourself, like they had to convince Matthew Perry, that he wants to do a Friends reunion. It would take a lot of work. It would take yeah, a lot, of, take work a lot of work. It would take a lot of work. the show. Uh, well, there's one thing left to say, and that is... Catch, Catch you later, Beatrice! <laughs> Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert, Jason Klom, and Jen, who lives on the ether. Our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio, or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15 plus years. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah! <laughs>